Hello, everyone. Well, it's over, people. Michelle has found her soulmate, or her soul Nate, if you will. Even though there was a sliver of a moment that I thought Brandon might just pull this one off, everyone's favorite babyface bachelor didn't take the win column this go-round. Was the finale boring a bit? Did it have moments of shock and awe? Absolutely. Some guy in Austin and I give you the highlights of what went down. We also managed to work in Top Gun and Aerosmith references because we are professional people who love what we do. Seriously, tis the season to be jolly and I couldn't be happier with this little podcast and those of you who take the time to listen to our random thoughts about nothing. Jesus is the reason for the season, yes, but anyone listening to me right now, you are a close second. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 248 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin. It is the Christmas season, and what better topic to celebrate the baby Jesus than to talk about Michelle's finale on The Bachelorette. Oh, is, are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> that was my Nate impression. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crazy about you. I'm crazy about you. Yeah. I don't take love too seriously. I mean, I don't take it for granted. <laughs> what in the world? We knew this was going to happen. We knew it was going to happen, and it happened. <laughs> I really thought you were gone. I thought technical difficulty. Great. Oh, that was funny. That was so funny. Yes, you nailed it. That's a perfect Nate impression. Uh, as everybody probably knows, because it's all over People Magazine and social media by now, Michelle chose Nate. What? Yeah. Was there a mm-hmm. moment? Was there just a sliver of a moment that you thought she's going to choose Brandon? Um, no. I, I, <laughs> so here's here's the deal. And I say this all the time. And, and this is just, it's such a cliche, but it's so true is whether I think in real life or the show, how many times have you or or I talked to a friend who's in this sort of dilemma and they always go for the guy who's just not ready for a real commitment. Mm. A Brandon could not have been more ready to marry her. I know. Um, and for, for whatever reason, that's a turnoff. And she went with Nate. I mean, the family, I don't think I've ever seen a family in a finale so direct. Right. Tell tell I mean, everybody what Levon said to Michelle after meeting Brandon first, Nate second. Yeah, I mean, I, I without you know referring to my copious notes, <laughs> um, I think it was something like, "Yeah, I'm not really feeling it." Yeah. Um, <laughs> I asked him point blank if he yeah, was ready for marriage, and yeah, I don't just, think he is. <laughs> yeah, just not feeling the warmth. Is what she said. I That's think, exactly right? right. No warmth. Yeah. No warmth. Well, I, and look, to be fair, that's an awkward situation, and mm-hmm. some people handle it better than others. But I think, you know, Brandon was so, like, doughy, mm. you know, and mushy on the inside and so, um, you know, ready for her that he, he just 
exuded that, and that was a hard act to follow. That's very true. Had the tables been turned, would they have felt differently about Nate? Which made the after the final rose uh, slightly awkward where you had just, they weren't mean. Like Barb was, you know, don't pick her. You have to, you know, they, they weren't mean. But Michelle is a straight shooter. Her mom is a straight shooter. Michelle, Michelle said, shoot me straight. And her mom said, yeah, I don't think he's ready. And Michelle starts crying, and that's the another give that she, another tell that she's p- wanting to pick Nate at this point. She just needs her parents' blessing. It's not that they didn't bless it; they just said, "Yeah, I don't know how this is going to go. Don't don't think well, he's ready compared to your other choice." Um, I think when um, when they're talking about him, of course, they already met Brandon when the quote surprise date happened in the hot tub. Yes, so they already have a frame of reference. But they're asking her about the two dudes, and she says something like, "Oh, Brandon would do anything for me. I'm his number one priority." And you know, she's just going into what he would do. And then she says something like, "Oh, but I feel many things I've never felt for Nate." And I thought, "Here we go. Mm-hmm. She's already made up her mind." Yeah, and it it was, uh, it was it, clear. It was weird at not weird, but they made it a point. Caitlin was in charge of the show because Taisha had been exposed to COVID, so she couldn't come. And so she asked Michelle's mom, LaVon, who's sitting in the audience right there with the family, and she's saying, hey, how do you feel now about Nate? And and her mom says, oh, we couldn't love Nate more. And she's practically best friends with his mother. And so they, they made it a point to say, you know, the Youngs have bought into this, at least for the time being, for national television, and for all of the documentation that they signed away moments before. <laughs> well, but- and then they, 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 yeah, and they get a free trip to Mexico. And then, um, look, they said really early on, remember when she was meeting with her parents, I think they, like early in the season, you know, whatever your decision is, you're an adult, we trust you, we're going to support yes. you. And that, that's what I saw. That's exactly that's exactly right. And Michelle also wanted to point out too that Nate is totally different when cameras aren't around, when you know, a shaman isn't putting sage in his face and trying to get him to be vulnerable on shaman command. Raul. Are you speaking about shaman Raul? <laughs> shaman Raul tried his best to get Nate to say something from the heart and he yeah. just didn't. He He's like, and- <laughs> Welcome to this sacred place on this res- giant resort that we built over the shaman burial ground. <laughs> I'm, I'm in charge my- here. Yeah. By the way, everything I'm wearing, you can get at the gift shop in the front of the... <laughs> the shaman <laughs> section. <laughs> yeah. There's a coupon. <laughs> he <laughs> tried... He tried, Shaman Raul tried really, really hard to give Nate, just, you know, dude, say something. Just yeah, Ra- say Shaman, something. Shaman Raul sensed the blockage, I believe. <laughs> and he said to Shaman, Shaman Raul said something like, I, I remember Nate just, you could tell Nate was like, get me out of yes, here. Please. He's like, you're so emotional, but you pretend not to be. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, uh, I don't uh-huh. think that's it, Shaman Raul. <laughs> Your headband's a little tight. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you mentioned something we hadn't seen before is a parent who is so blunt with the kid, you know, in a, in a loving, generous way. Right. Not not a Barbara way. Not a Barbara way. A loving, sweet way. Um, We also saw for the first time 
was a mental breakdown from the guy who did not win the girl. I think Brandon, 100%, he confirmed this, thought, I'm marrying this girl because she told me she loves me and I'm taking that to the bank. So he is 100% saying she's going to be my wife at the end of this. No question. He was absolutely blindsided by what happened. And when she, I'm thankful she didn't let him get down on one knee before she said, up, 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 up. Sorry. It's not you. So she interrupts him and she says, she can't, I love you. And I mean it, but there's that, but, and he's, He's taking it fine, but I think it's shock that he's sitting in because his he's just kind of nodding his head. And then she she kind of walks off with him and she whispers, I'm sorry. And he just says, It's okay, like that. And then she stops to hug him and he breaks down into ugly crying tears. He's heartbroken. And we knew he would be, but I did not expect it to be on camera heartbroken. It was the longest goodbye we've ever experienced, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it was it was too good not to film. And then uh, <laughs> it was all, uh, you know, Maverick with Goose's uh Goose's uh, dog tags throwing mm. it out to sea. Mm. There's no chance in hell that was the actual Neil Lane. <laughs> he doesn't care. No way that was the ring. I mean, it, it, it was like a prop ring that Raul gave away or something. And um, was it creepy for Caitlin to take a picture of Brandon as he's processing on the beach later that night at sunset? Yeah. <laughs> you know, just let the guy have his moment, and right. you know, um, and and then he. Th- it was very Roberto esque too, because yes, he had a he had to climb, climb back up the mountain and, to get yeah, to the heat. rejection SUV. Yeah, in the after part where he's speaking to Caitlin and Michelle too, it was fine. Nothing revel- revelatory. Yeah, there you go. Very good. Mm-hmm, thank you. Nothing revelatory happened. Do you think Brandon is over her? A and do you think he's going to be fine and just go on Paradise or be the next Bachelor? I think he's probably close to over her because reality sets in. He's back in his world. Yep. I think he's a definite, he's a shoe in for paradise. Yep. Uh, and no, I don't think he's the next bachelor. Why not? Not dynamic enough. Yeah. Just, he's not like masculine enough, you know, like he's not Clayton ish. Okay. Look, uh, who knows if Michelle and Nate get, um, you know, go down the road, but I could foresee, a situation where Nate comes into paradise when Brandon's there. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. I will be- say though that the aftermath of all of this, when everyone can talk about it, a lot of the cast congratulated both guys. And a lot of the cast really love Nate and a lot of the cast really love Brandon. So like we said, this entire season, we think they're really two good guys. Nate did admit that he was going to move from Austin to Minnesota without hesitation. Now, during the show, when he's talking to parents or the sister, he kind of hem-haws and his whole 
thing was, yeah, live in the moment. We're going to take adventures. Yeah, that was we don't really thing. have a plan. Yeah. Okay. I mean, are, you, are you willing to move to Minnesota where uh, our daughter has a stable job and really wants to settle down with the family? <laughs> I love adventure. <laughs> <laughs> we have a list of places we would like to visit. Great. Are you willing to move yeah. your stuff and your person to Minnesota? Yes or no? Which the answer is yes. And then there was a third shocking moment of the night where instead of getting an all expense paid trip to Playa del Punta, Mexico for a week, ABC has given them a check that is a down payment on their first house together. That was really shocking, I think. Um, at that moment, do you think do you think Katie spit out her champagne on a couch somewhere? <laughs> did she even get a present? I don't even think she got a present. <laughs> she didn't. She did, she disappointed yeah. <laughs> producers. Yeah, and then she, and then like Tasha had to be sweating that too because remember she was at the Palm Springs Resort with uh, you know all the props in the in the <laughs> costume room or whatever they had, and then this lady's getting a two hundred thousand dollar check. Do you, is that, there, that's what I was going to ask you. What do you think that number was? It was 200. I, I saw it somewhere. Somebody. Come I was, um, on. I was it like, I always tell you this. I was looking at TMZ at lunch or whatever. And uh, I saw the, the, it said it was $200,000. $200,000. Yeah. But here, here's the deal. If I were them, I would be like, look, uh, let's go double endorse this and cash it (laughs) and then each take our hundred thousand dollars and put it somewhere safe just to be safe yeah of course we're gonna get a house in a suburb in minnesota of course we just don't know right now and so this seems the smartest plan do you think they're gonna make it no no No. No, here's here's where my head goes I think Nate will get caught up in sort of cheating can't uh, cheating scandal, mm. or Michelle will uh, they'll issue a statement that says something about their goals not aligning at this yeah. point in time, and they okay. mutually respect and love each other. Sure. And then Nate will go ask Tasha out. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. She's already dating Joe in my head. Joe, who? Joe from the show, the light skin baller. The oh, tall, light yeah, skin yeah. ball. Oh, yeah, they're totally together. <laughs> I already forgot about him. And you know, I did see, uh, of course, when the Bachelorette ends, uh, there's a a a, a um, dearth. Well, no, dearth means gap, right? There is a deluge, is the word mm-hmm, I was looking mm-hmm, for, mm-hmm. of of Bachelorette and Bachelor updates. Yeah. And uh, I did see yesterday that Becca Kufrin and Thomas are still together. They are still together. They were in the audience. And so are Joe and Serena. Yeah, that's great. Going strong. Now let's talk about the next Bachelor because I found it odd that Caitlin said, all right, we're going to bring Clayton out or Clayton, depending on how you pronounce his name. We're going to bring Clayton out and we're going to just address the elephant in the room. And I thought, what is the elephant in the room? Apparently, the elephant in the room is Clayton should never have been The Bachelor. Then she proceeded to make him read mean tweets about himself that were very, very mean. And I did not like 
that and he has to just sit there and pretend to be okay with it. But you know, that has to hurt his feelings. All of it said, they're saying, why is he the next bachelor? Why he looks this way? Or I'd rather have these people, these people, his, his season has already, has already been shot. So why, why are we, why would ABC, are they just, I don't know why ABC would do that to him. Uh, To try to make us feel sorry, like I did. I mean, I I would with anybody sitting in that situation. I don't even like when celebrities have to read mean tweets about themselves. Yeah. Well, it's, first of all, you you and I, I mean, look, neither one of us is is 10 million followers or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. Even if 0.5% of those people hate you. Um, you know, that's a lot of people sending you stuff. And, and I think you could, your head can literally blow up if you just obsess on that online. But yeah, yeah, it was just odd that his season's done and they still pull him out there to, you know, address the, that, that issue. We just, I mean, this country um, was, is more divided than ever over, you know, a president who sent mean tweets. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know what the purpose of that was. I thought it was really humiliating. Me too. But I thought Caitlin seemed a little too comfortable with it. You know? Well, and I think the reason why is she's been, she's, she is somewhat of a celebrity status and she's been sitting in her mean tweets for years and years and years now. She's, yeah. she's used to it. She's kind of, you know, you have to, you have to, well, my mom always say like water off a duck's back. You just got to let it go. And he's, he can't be in that position right no now. Way. He's too new. He's not well, even in it six months. And you and I are still scratching our heads how he ended up in that seat. But then to have that directed at him, that had to be awful. I know that was very, that was very sad. But then they played the, the promo again of his season where he's telling people, I love I just, you left and right. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like he just, he loves everybody. I, just, I bang both of you. <laughs> he says that too. Yeah. He says that too. And what an idiot. <laughs> but I, but the more I looked at it, the more I thought, well, this is clearly editing. He, they could have spliced in anybody. They could have cut to any girl at that moment. And you just assume she's the one standing there, but it could have been somebody else. So it could the, have been, it could have been uh, the the fat guy with the leather hat and uh, oh, Polly Claus mm-hmm. yeah, and, and Chris Harrison. <laughs> I've been intimate with both of you. What? I don't know. I don't know. I so I'm sure that they're trying to trick us. But somebody said last night when we were watching or the night before that they are trying to kind of get ahead of reality, Steve and and let us know who he's loving or, I mean, there's a lot of shots of where you can figure out who's going to be at the end pretty easily. And they're, they're trying to say, they're trying to get ahead of that of reality, Steve, where there's no spoilers. And I just don't know. Doesn't that strike you as it's like Coke changing their formula, you Mm -hmm. know, like, Hey, here's the most successful, popular, most well-known drink in the history of the world. And we're going to change the formula. Right. Um, it just doesn't make sense because I think as frustrating as that has to be for, you know, the producers, what is it? Mills and Fleiss. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, I think Mills is actually like senior VP of everything at ABC now. Mm-hmm. Um, but as frustrating as that has to be for them, uh, that reality, Steve is a thorn in their side. It works for the show. You know, you've yeah. got people actively going on. Um, there's no such thing as bad press. 
And, um, you know, I don't know. It just seems like, to your point, they're trying to maybe get ahead of something by sharing the spoilers and who's selected and all that. But I don't think it's working. Or they're trying to shake something up because the season wasn't all that wonderful. Yeah, I thought, I did think, um, if I had to pick, I think Michelle's season was more interesting than Katie's. Absolutely, yes. Um, But I still think they're both decent people. Uh, Katie sort of fizzled for me. Mm -hmm. uh, And Michelle just sort of, she plateaued in uh, Mike, Matt, what's his name? Matt James. Mm-hmm. Matt James. <laughs> season and just sort of was consistent, but I, you know, they were fine. Yeah. Um, do you think that, uh, do you think that Neil Lane will be suing Brandon? Oh, most definitely. Yeah. They're, I they're- do think Neil Lane gave him some bigger diamond studs to wear though. Well, yeah. I mean, the, you know that they, there was a last second, flip you know he chose the ring and then they put the the cz one in there yeah. and say no he's he's gonna get dumped <laughs> and then his handler's like you know if i were you i would just throw that ring tell that mean ocean throw the ring in there <laughs> oh it's boy. gotta be a demon because you know like there's no way that every single person associated with the show doesn't know that he's about to just get his heart crushed. No, poor and thing. The second they walk in in the morning and you know hand him his dry clean suit to putting him in a limo, driving him over there, letting him sweat down the stairs. Um, that, that's just it's that's got to be brutal. And and I'm sure that once it happens, you know he's got to look a lot of people in the eye that knew, and yeah. so that has to be super awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I could understand the frustration. Anyway. So Clayton season, you're excited about it? It's in like two weeks. <laughs> January <Wow>. 3rd. <laughs> Give me two weeks to think about it. And <laughs> Here's what we love, though. This is what we say every single time. Here's what we love about a bachelor season is you've got a all-female cast. And those yeah. people can get catty and crazy, and that's what we love. Who cares if Clayton is Clayton is good or bad? Are the women out? Yes. Are you going to uh, podcast with me? Are you going to watch? Yeah, of course I will. Oh, I, great! I, I, and I, I think I think you know if I had a pick, I'm ready for a bachelor season. We've had two back to back bachelorettes. Um, the Matt James season, I think, in, in my opinion, went south with all the. Stuff and did you know uh, the thing I saw the other day? Do you know who just bought a nine million dollar house in the Hollywood Hills? Who? Emmanuel Acho. Well, look at him. Yeah, man, that he's cashing those checks, making it happen. Going yeah, man, not bad from a uh, for a guy from Nigeria that came here with nothing. Good for him. Whenever you hear that name, do you think of the Amy Grant song Emmanuel? I don't know any Amy Grant songs. I remember being surprised when she married Vince Gill. Are they still married? Yes. <laughs> Are we going to talk about Neil McCoy's pants again? No. I would bet Vince Vince Gill's Wranglers are sizably bigger than uh, Neil McCoy's. Favorite Vince Gill song, go. I would have to go with When I Call Your Name. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Nobody answers when I call your name. That's a great oh, song. Oh, that's a it's, good one. Here's Haunting. A I have Haunting. 
Yeah. But, but here, you know, and then you've got like, like look at us is another good one. That's like everybody's anniversary video. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then you've got, I still believe in you yeah. and trying to get over you now. See here, here's my issue with Vince Gill. Cause I'm, as you know, a very classic mm-hmm. old school country guy. Yes. And Vince Gill writes sort of George Jones sadness kind of songs, like mm-hmm. really good sad country songs. Mm-hmm. But he's got like this angelic voice he that does. there's such a, a contradiction there. But yes. I like it. Go Rest High on the Mountain. He can sing. He can sing really well. He was really a big deal for what, in the 80s and 90s? Oh, yeah. yeah Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Um did you know I once ran into uh, David Lee Murphy at the Cedar Door in Austin, and I I, I kind of knew who he was, and then I saw the music video for um, Dust on the Bottle, mm-hmm. and uh, realized that he had filmed it in Austin. <laughs> Is, have you ever run into anybody famous? I mean, besides Wes Hayden and the Finger <laughs> Furniture recliner section? Um. Yes, I ran into. Um, who's the guy, who's the guy, Aerosmith guy, Steven Tyler. <laughs> oh, I've got a funny Aerosmith. So I'm in the, no, I, I get the Aerosmith story. Okay. I'm you kidding. just said you and then you moved on. But if I'm you kidding. want to tell me how, let's hear it. Okay. Is that Disney world? I turned a corner and bam, ran into him. Literally. Steven Tyler was at Disney world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, because I, I, they I, did, they did the rock and roller coaster. Oh, thing. I see. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've, I've been on that ride. Actually. Yeah, they sing um, "Sweet Emotion" as you're loop de loo in the dark. That's right. It's great. Well, so I was, I was in. Uh, I used to have a, a fancy uh, Mercedes, and uh, I was in the dealership getting my oil changed, and they put you, you know, they put you in like that room uh, where you wait. No, I don't know any of these things, and, but that's nice. Well, anyway, so they have coffee and things, and. Uh, all of a sudden, this um, beautiful red Gullwing Mercedes drives up, and you know, you know, I'm a car guy. That car is worth, you know, I don't know what year it was, but any Gullwing is worth, you know, it could be worth millions of dollars. But you know, but but to buy a brand new Gullwing is eight figures or seven figures. And this guy gets out, and I thought he was kind of dirtbag looking, and he sits literally right in front of me, and two of the tech guys run out and they show him the phone they say is this you and he says yeah and he signs an autograph and he, i couldn't place him long story short it hit me it was the aerosmith drummer at the huh at the mercedes oil change place in round rock texas well, that's <laughs> weird yeah it was super weird you just needed an oil change as he's driving through yeah i don't know and in his <laughs> in his million dollar car and i, I took a picture of him and uh, i didn't ha- i didn't you know, want to bother him. So I didn't even talk to him, but yeah, it was for, it was such a nice, nice, considerate fan. Well, and then, you know, rock stars because uh, it was probably in Texas, you know, 90 degrees outside and he had a red leather Leather jacket. jacket. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) It's 84 degrees outside right now here in Houston, Texas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, it is Christmas, and uh, you know I, I do want to spread some holiday cheer on your podcast. Now, feel free to you can just edit me out if if you don't feel like spreading holiday cheer. But um, do you have some some big uh, holiday cheer to spread uh, in Houston? There, do I have holiday cheer to spread? Yeah. I always spread holiday cheer. When I was at your when I was at your home, um, mm-hmm. I guess on your birthday, um, there there were there were sprinklings uh, appeared to be holiday candy. 
Yes. Um, and if that happened in early November, I'm sure it's just, there's probably all sorts of treats and things. You and know how so I'm good. a seasonal candy person yeah, you and, my, and a seasonal napkin. Yeah. Um, so Mrs. Some Guy is definitely a seasonal. I mean, we have so much stuff in our house right now that's made of chocolate. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I like to mix it up, too, because not a lot of people like chocolate. I learned that at the bachelor watching party. Somebody requested, can we get something sour next week? Who doesn't like <laughs> chocolate? That's a crime. <laughs> well, it's your favorite, but sometimes you can just get chocolate overload. It's very now, heavy. I could I could eat now chocolate ice cream or chocolate frozen yogurt is mm-hmm. I could eat gallons of the stuff. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> What kind of ice cream do you think um, Clayton likes? Rocky Road. Hey, thank y'all for listening to the season finale of Michelle's season. I don't know about you, but it was straight up weird having to recap and podcast during Christmas. As I said in the intro, nothing says sweet baby Jesus like fantasy sweet dates. I hope you have a wonderful, restful holiday with friends and family. Hug everyone tight. Savor the moments. With that said, tis the season for giving. And if you're interested, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story, both perfect for Christmas gifts. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there until we're together again. Merry Christmas. Love you, mean it. Texas forever.